students, you're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wing. Brother Wing, you, you how come you got a big frown on your face today? You, you seem kind of sad. Are you sad? I don't have a frown on my face. I turned it upside down already. Oh, man. You know, you must have been reading Romans 8 earlier, and that is, that's what you just remembered, some of the things you learned in Romans 8, and that's how you were able to turn that frown upside down. <laughs> yeah. That's excellent. We're thinking today, students, uh, thinking about Romans chapter eight, and and we thought, you know, uh, of a gospel question you might ask. The gospel question is, what could I read in the scriptures when I'm feeling bad about myself? The answer is Romans eight, and that's the end of our podcast today. We thank you for tuning in, everybody. Let's go read Romans chapter eight. <laughs> As crazy as that is, that's a that's a pretty good podcast right here. I mean, <laughs> I can elaborate just a little bit, but yeah, maybe, let's maybe, maybe let's talk want. about let let's talk about some of the things we might read in Romans eight if we're feeling bad about ourselves and how it could turn that frown upside down. Yeah, and I'll preface this by saying it doesn't matter what the reason is mm. that one of us might be feeling bad, you know, about ourselves, like. I might be feeling bad because of sin, or I might be feeling bad because I'm comparing myself to other people. I might be feeling bad because the world just seems crazy and overwhelming, or I might be feeling bad because I just had some failure or mistake or, um, or like goal that I couldn't accomplish and I, or I didn't accomplish. And I'm just kind of upset about that. I'm telling you, everybody that's listening to this right now, no matter what the reason is that you're feeling bad about yourself, Romans 8 is is like one of the best chapters that you could study. It's possible that you could just say, okay, I'm hearing you, Brother Lawson, Brother Wing. I'm just gonna tr- I'm just gonna shut down this app that I'm listening to the <laughs> podcast on, open up the gospel library app, and direct the rest of your time that you were gonna listen to this podcast directed instead to Romans chapter eight, you'll be well served. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's talk about this. Brother Wing, point out one thing, just point out one thing that Paul says that uh, could turn your frown upside down. Okay, if I had to pick one, I'm going straight to verse 28 that says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Hmm. I believe that that's true, and I also believe it, just like I said before, no matter what the reason is. This this could be that we've made a mistake, you know, like a not just a mistake, but we've sinned. Right. And we're feeling bad about ourselves because of that. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Let's love God. Let's turn to Him in that situation, and He is going to work things together uh, for our good. I'm not saying it's good to sin. But I am saying that no matter what, where we're at, what the situation is, if we'll turn to God and love him, then he knows how to, to convert ashes into beauty, or he knows how to um, take us from where we are and heal and provide miracles and work things together for our good. If an unfair thing happened to us, it's somebody else's sin, and we've been afflicted by somebody else's thing. Same same principle applies. All things work together for good to them that love God. God can figure out how to turn this for our good, provide consolation that that and and recompense and um, 
blessings to come to satisfy and fill the needs and heal our hearts and uh, strengthen us through difficulties that we can rise above this with his power. So verse 28 is a great one. I had that one marked too, Brother Wayne. And, and while you're talking, I just, I had a story pop into my mind. Actually, it's kind of a weird story. The um, So years ago, I got called to be the bishop and in my ward. And <clears throat> I, you know, you then you got to, you got to, pray about and determine ponder think about who your counselors are going to be you got to figure out who your executive secretary is going to be which might i add that executive secretary is a pretty underrated calling like that's a lot of work and it's a pretty important calling in the in the ward and so i was thinking about like who like who would be a great executive secretary it's got to be somebody who has you know is not afraid to call people and invite them to come meet with a bishop which is sometimes a scary thing for some people um and all of a sudden a name popped in my mind and i immediately pushed that name out of my mind because uh this dude that came to my mind he had just sold his house uh like the weekend before he was moving to kansas city right so i'm like not that guy uh can't be that guy he's moving so i kept praying and this guy's name kept coming into my mind and, um, and so I was like, I was talking to the state president about this. I was like, Hey, this is really weird, but this name keeps coming to my mind. I think this is the guy that needs to be called to be my executive secretary. I know he doesn't have a place to live. And anyway, so the state president was like, he was kind of confused. He's like, all right, well, I'll extend the call. And so they went over, uh, to his house. He went over to his house extended the call and guess what happened he he turned it down because he was moving <laughs> but, but but uh what was interesting was uh the state president came back to me and he said that was a remarkable experience for me um i said what happened he said uh i extended the call and the guy turned it down he said he couldn't because he was moving with for work and stuff he'd sold his house but it was a very emotional and spiritual moment for him because he had for years and years and years felt like there was not a place for him in the church, like that he didn't feel like he was needed. He didn't feel like um, that he would any receive any type of calling at all. Um, and when he received that call, it was that, that, that calling, even though he wasn't able to fulfill it, you know, because he was moving, it just validated and confirmed to him that God loved him. And so all of this, all of this uh, heartache and anxiety that he may have been experiencing before, all things work together to, for good to them that love God. That was a, that was a huge thing for him that worked out. So I like that. I like that verse in there too. I also like another one. I like this one. Have you heard this one before? I'm sure. Well, I know you've heard this one before, but our listeners may have heard this one. What shall we say then to these things? Paul says in verse 31 of Romans 8, if God be for us, who can be against us? I, I like that because I can think of a lot of people who are against us, but I don't think that's what Paul's saying. He's like, what, what difference does it make if anyone is against us? If God is for you, 
if you are if you are keeping your covenants on his side and you're working and laboring in his behalf, who cares uh, who is against you? It doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference at all. So that one turns a frown upside down. Yeah, there's a little confidence there with that. Like, go yeah. with God and don't worry about the other stuff. I also like, you know, verse six, where it says to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And he, he elaborates further in verse eight. So then they that are and the King James says in the flesh, the Joe Smith translation says after the flesh right. makes a little more sense. So so then they that are after the flesh cannot please God. And so to think in uh, to be spiritually minded in life and to look at your life in spiritual terms, there's there's a way of peace. And it's going to help us to kind of get out of the doldrums of and discouragements and darkness of this world to kind of think in different ways and to exercise that faith. So if you need a little help with this, then go back to Monday's podcast about getting faith and listening to the word and letting that help us be more spiritually minded. That's why that's one of the reasons why scripture study, especially daily scripture study is so valuable is it helps us to be more spiritually minded, therefore get the life and peace that's available to us. Awesome. Excellent. Students, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Answers to Gospel Questions. Hopefully, if you had a frown, it got turned upside down. We're super glad that you listen. We're super glad that you share this podcast with others. And we really, really, really look forward to seeing you in our institute classes this fall. Stay righteous, everybody. We love you guys.